Hello and welcome to this, this special edition of the Film Hub NI podcast. Tonight sees the opening of the 19th Belfast Film Festival with the gala screening of A Bump Along the Way, Hotfoot from the Maiden City. We're delighted to be joined by producer Louise Gallagher and star of the film, Rona Gallagher. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. And yes, they do have the same surname because they are sisters. Yes, we are. <laughs> as far as we know. As far as we know. Exactly. Last time we checked. So, how are you feeling about opening the film festival tonight? Really excited. Um, dazed, confused. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, most, mostly excited. I can't believe it's here. It's been the fastest year. You know, I would say a year mm. flies on, but yeah. it has been the blink of an eye. This like, more or less one year exactly to the week. Um, I had to uh, go to company's house, incorporate a, incorporate a company, so that I could so, so I could buy the rights to the script and then make the film. So it's exactly a year, and then it's here we oh, that's are. Quick, yeah, it's really it's quick. Really yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can you know, so because of the, the whole funding thing with NI Screen, you, know, you have to have your own yeah. production company. So anyway, that and that was the twelfth of April last year. So. And then very quickly after that, hmm. all the pieces started falling into place. The stars have all aligned. They all aligned, yeah. The baby so is born. Yeah. Days, yeah. <laughs> Onto the world. The, the, the quickest, basically it's, it's the birth of a child. And it's about the birth of a child. 95 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, so it's been like a full term. You went full term. I did, full term. <laughs> and now you have a healthy, healthy baby. And it's like my third child. Yeah. That's... Lovely. Thanks. <laughs> That's all there. Share, don't scare, as the man always said. Yes, we're very excited, both of us, to be here in Belfast. And we have lots of the crew and cast coming up from Derry and Dublin Excellent. and other parts of Ulster to uh, celebrate the film tonight, Jess. Mm. It'll be my first time to see it. Really? Yeah. The full, the full cut? Yep. Yeah, right. Brilliant. Yep. So I'll be there with my head-sized popcorn yeah. and 15 <laughs> Cokes, ready to rock. Yep. Excellent. Yeah. The Nacho is a very good movie house. I'll get them Recommend as well. Them as well. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. That's three. So, uh, Louise, so that's how the, the, the film got started. But t- tell us about who got sort of involved in the, in the initial. Was the script, had the script been around for a long time? or? So the script came about via Northern Ireland Screen's new writer's focus. So they pick, they ask, you know, they open the, the call every year and hundreds of scripts are sent in and yeah. then they're whittled down to three and um, there's a script read in Belfast and it's attended by uh, producers from from all over really. So it was then chosen to be this year's new talent focus right. and it's a scheme that NI Screen run to um, give a first time writer, first time producer and first time director the opportunity to make the first feature film. Mm-hmm. So um, I had to do an interview for that role, was successful in getting that and then we had to choose a director and we thought obviously we we're making a, a film about a woman mm-hmm. um, so we thought let's get a female director and I had just happened, I'd happened, you know, I'd met Shelley before, I was a big fan of her work mm-hmm. and she had just moved back to Northern Ireland, so um, it was brilliant that she was. She loved the script as well, and brought her in to meet Andrea and, and um, Ursula at Northern Ireland Screen. And yeah, they, they they were really impressed, and she was she was great to have on board. She's just a very visual artist, and she's been in the business for a long time. So yeah. this is her first feature. So 
Had she Ma- worked mainly in TV before? Or? No, she, she's an independent artist. She works a lot. She, she was a former dancer. Right. And then... Interesting. Uh, yeah. Mm. And I think then got into making, choreographing music videos. Um, and then did some high-end commercials. So she's been working and doing her own stuff for years. Um, one of her pieces is called Forgotten Circus, which you can see clips of on her website. Mm. And it's just visually just really, really striking. So I thought, wow, she could bring something really beautiful mm. to, you know, a domestic story. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, because the the, the the early publicity shots and stuff like that, the color, there's a, there's a really yeah, she she's very spe- she, yeah. The colors were kind of like a, a bluey and a, a golden and yellowy color, and it, it just happened everywhere we we went and we were looking at locations. They just happened to have that color, and the school mm-hmm. that we chose to shoot in as well hadn't had the same colors, and so it was just it was lovely. So she knew exactly visually what she wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So we built the set, we built the kitchen that you see that yeah. Pamela and Allegra, our characters, live in. Mm-hmm. Um, that was in a, a house, and we had to turn another room into a kitchen. And the production designer Patrick Crichton mm-hmm. did an amazing job because it was his his first feature film as well. Um, I, so I'm stepping up into that role. So a lot of us were stepping up into. Uh, head of department roles, as they're as they're known as. So mm-hmm. Patrick was stepping up. Our DOP, Mark McCauley, it was his first drama feature. Even though yeah. he's already made a City Dreaming, which that's right, which yeah, was yeah, about yeah. Jerry Anderson. Mm-hmm. God rest him. Um, so everyone was stepping up into that role. You know, so a lot of lot of trainees and mm-hmm. um, a lot of people in the crew have their first feature credit as well, which mm-hmm. is great. So it's, it's allowing people to get into the industry. So It's great. Um, well, it's a sign that things are very healthy in terms of, you know, there, there are people coming through that, that want to take yeah, those roles, yeah. that want to step up. Absolutely. Mm. And, I mean, I was inundated with, with people wanting to work and help on the movie as well. And I, I, I was very um, determined to make it and make this film in Derry. It's about a Derry woman, and it's written by a Derry woman. And mm. all the... Everywhere it was spoken about, you know, it's all set in Derry. So um, I think at the start, people, you know, a few people were like, well, how are you going to make in Derry? There's not enough crew. But I knew there was. Mm. And I knew how to get, how to access them. And I knew I had a production manager in Derry called Chrissy Gallagher. No relation. Mm-hmm. But no. Um, Are there a few Gallaghers in Derry? Is there's that a, a common name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, there's four. Chrissy's <laughs> <laughs> four. Oh, no, there's five because there's me man and dad. Yeah, right. and our Paul. Uh, yeah, he lives in England though, so there's <laughs> five. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Just fair enough. So yeah, I knew we could get the crew in Derry, and I think once I had um, Mark McCauley on board and Chrissy on board, do you know what? After that, it all fell into place, yeah. and then getting the crew because he had his camera crew in Derry, which yeah. was a big thing. Um, I had art, a lot of art department in Derry, apart from Patrick, who we brought up. Um, and then costume and all the ADs mm-hmm. and the runners and you know we were able to bring people from all over you know so well, it was great I was going to ask Bruno obviously you've had a, a storied and stellar career um, on, I, I didn't realise you were in War Horse as well I was going yes, through your, I was your CV from, you were, from yeah. and, that, yeah. and also a musical career as well so what was yep. it like then coming back to Derry to do a feature with your sister it was, was it, great was it yeah. was great it was a wonderful experience we had a three week just under three weeks shoot. And, you know, Louise, as she said, brought as many people from the city with film, you know, backgrounds and like that young people stepping up and stepping into roles. So, you know, we really knew that we had a massive task in front mm-hmm. of us to shoot this within the time we had it. 
obviously a low budget feature, but like I keep saying this, and I'm not just saying it because it's Louise, but Louise looked after people so well, and we knew exactly what we were doing, which is, that's where the real hard work is done yeah. in the preparation, mm. and everybody just knuckled down, and it was November, you know, which is a tough time to shoot, it's mm. cold, it's dark, and we had a great time, mm. we really did, you know, it was hard going, and the character I play, Pam, is obviously, it's an emotional roller coaster yeah. of a character, so, you know, one day you're pregnant, and the afternoon you're not, and then in the <laughs> evening you're pregnant again, right. and you're, you know, postnatal, <laughs> prenatal, all that kind yeah, of stuff, yeah. so emotionally very demanding, but, you know, I think we really stayed true to what we said we would do, which is a you know redemptive piece of drama mm-hmm. and about the family dynamic, even though it's a mother and daughter just in mm-hmm. the family, but how they survive um, this relationship, which is quite you know challenged at the beginning of the mm-hmm. film, and they stay together through the friendship that they develop throughout it mm-hmm. and the support of their friends within it. You know, mm-hmm. so no, I'm very excited about it and excited to see it. As and well. you were working a lot with the younger actor, um, Lola. Lola. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Lola and I had um, most of my scenes were with Lola and then with Mary, who plays my best friend. Mm-hmm. So I know we had a great time. Lola's fantastic. You know, she's yeah. obviously a, an older girl than she plays. Well, of course, she's yeah. only playing a young school girl, but I know she's fantastic. Mm-hmm. We had a great, great time together. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yeah. So it was a good experience for, for both of you, I suppose. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously it was. You were it was hard, but we had a great we're time. Very, yeah. we're, we're both, you know, I think we've both got a really good work ethic, so mm-hmm. we get really focused and you have to be, you have to stay focused. You can't, yeah. you can't, you know, be running out and eating biscuits in the in the green room all the time and having a chat you just you no. know and because that's what people think it is yeah, yeah they think you know out of, out of craft services having a croissant I couldn't afford croissants I never got a croissant no. <laughs> I couldn't afford them no. <laughs> I think we had blue ribbons we had blue ribbon biscuits they were lovely and they are nice. hoops they what about the pink ones are you eating the, we never seen like the pink, pink ones no. no what are they called pink you know the ones I mean the pink wafers Wafers. wafers, wafers, yeah. Those wafers. Sort of now look at us in the Europe by recording a podcast. Yeah. We've come a long way. I know. I'm not sure we've come a long way. <laughs> we from, have. From the room. <laughs> um, the film's triple F rated, which means the lead actor, the producer and the director are women. And in the film industry, this is an amazing achievement. Does this make you feel really proud? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I didn't realise that was a thing. A thing. Yeah. It is a triple F. Is that a new thing? Mm-hmm. It's been around for a while. A lot of cinemas do it uh, in terms of they would put, like, for example, the QFT was the mm-hmm. first, we think, in certainly in the island of Ireland uh-huh. to do it. And basically they, they put an F rating on it. So it's so audiences know that this is a film that's, that has, you know, uh, a woman director or a woman writer. And a triple F rating is quite rare, oh. as you might imagine. Oh, f- oh my so, God, I'm all excited. Well, What's the fourth F for? I don't know. No. Producer, director. Um, lead, lead actress Cinema, cinematographer maybe yeah maybe. cinematographer your film was scored by a woman as yes well. Dee Hexen yeah. who just won um, the Europe uh, an award there for El Hor mm-hmm. her movie oh, right, her yeah. short film which I haven't seen yet I can't yeah. wait to see it so um, she just won a, a big award in Paris oh, right. excuse my ignorance I can't remember my brain's melted today mm-hmm. I can't remember that's, the name but Dee's amazing so she's done a beautiful job on this it's edited by a woman as well mm-hmm. um, our editor Helen Sheridan at Yellow Moon how many F ratings can we give it how many F's so can we give it I don't know <laughs> yeah. so we could make one up yeah, we could just we could create our own yeah. so it's yeah. fabulous yeah. Quint, quintuplet Quintuple the F. Mm-hmm. I'm really confused, yeah, really big movie people, and they don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know anything. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's about, uh, the F rating is about giving uh, sort of a profile to, to women filmmakers uh, and getting audiences to engage with that as well. Um, yeah. Because, uh, I mean, I suppose a story like this 
about pregnancy, about you know, kind of uh, women and the relationship between mothers and daughters and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a very female. It is a very female orientated movie. Obviously, mm-hmm. I mean, it was written by Tess when when she was pregnant herself. Really, you know, so right, okay. um, at the time, so yeah, at the film festival, and she talked about. Raising films and Northern Ireland screen the support they gave Shelley yes. in making the film, which uh-huh. was really important in terms of childcare and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, because Shelley has a very small small baby herself, you know, so her, her baby was just over a year old whenever she got this um the, the, the job as director on this. So she needed she needed childcare and so Shelley got great support from Northern Ireland Screen um towards um childcare. When she uh, first came back to Northern Ireland, she had her you know, her baby with her, who was just mm. under a year, just over a year old. Um, so Shelley was able to get some funding from Northern Ireland Screen and from Raising Films uh, for uh, towards childcare, and they, they they run these initiatives to help working parents yeah. towards towards the the cost of their childcare. So that was a massive help in the budget mm. as well. Otherwise, it would have been impossible impossible for us to you know sort of accommodate that. Mm. Um, and then we had a brilliant executive producer. Um, Roma Downey, who's mm-hmm. another famed dairy person, and, and um, legions of famous dairy. Yeah, people, yeah, you know. and so we, as part of the as part of the funding, I, I can access the the UK film tax credit, and um, I need and you know you need to have that upfront to cash flow your your budget. It's all the technical terms, and mm-hmm. probably very boring for people, but uh, Roma read the script and 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 loved it, and was just straight away, what can I do to help? And she was just so supportive and has been throughout this whole process. Um, so um, she couldn't make it to Belfast today because she's filming herself in in LA. But mm-hmm. um, it wouldn't have it wouldn't have got help. It wouldn't have got made without her support. So yeah. I'm indebted to her. Well, I mean, they're always films are always collective enterprises. Yeah, they so, are. Yeah, you know, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's great that um, yeah. I mean, the whole collective approach, especially from a women's perspective, yeah. it's great. Um, yeah, I mean, I was going to say about Derry. Uh, Derry is hot, right? I mean, Derry has been to those. Yes, yeah, so all I was going to say to those of us in the know. You, you know me a long time. I've yeah. always told you Derry is the centre well, of the universe. Well, there you go. Take away for everybody to catch up. Of course, you know we all know you're just a bit slow on the uptake. Well, <laughs> yeah, I watched Tasha by Baby, um, but the uh, but yeah, but, but it has a kind of. I mean, Derry Girls is probably the first. Com- uh, comedy made in Northern Ireland that's jumped into oh, kind of yeah. national consciousness as yeah. far as I remember. World consciousness. World consciousness. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's Netflix, been a hit on Netflix and, and yeah. in America obviously because there's so many Irish people living uh, all true. over the world yeah. but I mean it's popular everywhere which is great Yeah, it's so brilliant. Yeah. And I suppose that, that, that sort of allows kind of People now know about Derry. That I know that you know sort of the story, the, the language, the kind of the accent, all that sort yeah. of stuff. Well, do you think that'll help? With you know, the, the, the as, uh, with with your film, yeah, yeah, I mm-hmm. think it will mm-hmm. definitely. I mean, I don't see why why it shouldn't. It's, I mean, our story is a universal story. Yeah, I I would like to think that people who who watch this are going to you know recognize some themselves, someone else, something, or or that the message and the theme of it will be um, will resonate with them. But ultimately, they hope that they enjoy enjoy it, enjoy mm-hmm. watching it. But yeah, and it, it's it's great. I mean, I've been working in this, you know, in the film and well, the media industry for nearly thirty years now, and I've, I've been in Belfast thirty years, so mm. it's taken me this long to get to do to do, to do this, there, yeah, yeah, to produce mm. a film, um, which was something, you know. I mean, I left the BBC in twenty eleven, and I had absolutely, I just thought I need a break. I mm. wasn't planning to do anything, and then Made in Belfast came along, mm. which was a movie that I worked with Paul Kennedy, who wrote and directed, and that was one of the early 
films produced through the New Talent Focus. That's right, yeah. Uh, and um, it's done really well, and it's now on Amazon Prime. So um, for me, just to get, you know, just to be able to do this now is amazing after all these years, mm. you know. It's just not something that happens overnight. It takes a long, long it's time. a lot of work. It's yeah, so it's a lot work of work. And this, this has consumed my life for the last year, you mm. know. So well, it's a passion as well. It is, yeah. I think, yeah, it definitely is. You have to be, you have to be dedicated to this. You have to be focused to it because I don't think if you if you weren't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't last. It's just it's exhausting. No. I mean, do you, uh, you know, you both worked in the industry for a long time now. Is is there advice you'd give to someone who was like coming out of school, seventeen, eighteen, wanted to get involved in it? Mm. I think patience is a huge yeah. Yeah. attribute to um, being an artist and. I think you have to have, as a friend said to me, a skin as thick as a rhinoceros because it's extremely challenging. It's incredibly, you know, precarious. It's, it's, you can't have a sense of entitlement in this business. You must have a sense of moving forward, a sense of self-worth application Mm. to your job and respect for the people around you that you're working within because I've seen a lot of young people coming into the business, hitting it very hard right away and, you know, getting right at the top very, very soon in their careers. And it takes a very strong, grounded, you know, mind to keep that kind of buoyancy, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, sure. you know, and I've seen a lot of, say that the way ease about the production side of stuff, you know, when you're working on movies that are brutal, you know, film is a brutal environment either mm-hmm. if it's, a big budget or a low budget, and people say, you know, all oh, this movie star, that movie star. I mean, when you see a lot of people, no matter what level you're at, you know, it's the hours that people work, it's the construction sometimes of costumes, yeah. you know, working on dramas, you know, you might be up mountains when you hear Kit Harrington talking about Game of Thrones, and, you know, that, I mean, obviously incredible job for young actors to mm. get, but, I mean, you, you know, you earn your money. I know they earn a lot of money now, but... You are up on a mountain covered in leather armour, running around, jumping down a horses. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, it's all that. Yeah. So it's hard going. But even at the low budget level of filmmaking, you know, it's it's as challenging. It's, as a human being, still has to do the jobs. But, you know, that's always quote the thing that my dad has always taught us. People see you for what you are. And in any environment, if a producer is a right-on dude, and if they are respectful of the crew and the cast, so it's, that they're not just giving it the 100% treatment to the movie star that they know is the bankable movie mm-hmm. artist and they're bringing the money, they're bringing the bread. You know, that young actor or that, you know, unknown actor that might be number 95 on the call sheet might end up giving you a job in 30 years' time or 10 mm-hmm. years' time, you know, and I've seen it long enough. You've seen the sort of the axis move around. You just think, oh, dear, you need to learn some manners. Oh, dear, you need to realize <laughs> that, that that third, fourth, fifth runner on set is not your dog, you know, yeah. and you just see people being treated that way and either being treated really well and it's a wonderful experience or people being treated diabolically and taking, you know, chances with people's safety and if you're working with animals, you're working with stunts mm. or, you know, machinery and stuff like that. So think if people know they've been looked after, you will get that extra half hour out of people at night if you need it. And films yeah. off and go on and on and on. Yeah. You know, and I've worked in productions where you're not looked after, and that now at the age I'm at in the game, you realise very quickly, right? These dudes aren't cool, yeah. you know. But I have to get this job done, and I've signed up to it. So just keep your mouth shut, get your job done, and get out of there yeah, and take the money and walk. You don't owe them anything. Is, is it that, is, yeah. you know. I think this is experience, and we had an experience on a job 
few years ago like that, and another actor, a friend of mine who's um, from here, you know, just said, you know, they're not, there's, these people lack class. And mm-hmm. that's what I always look for people now, you know, like, about a class, we've got a, we've got a charm goes a long way. Yeah. Because it is a very, very difficult game. And there's no guarantees. And you could make a film that nobody knows about. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, bang, you know, this thing's up there and the, the unknowns are winning every award going. Or you can make a film for millions and millions of dollars and it might last a weekend. You know, so you just don't know. There's no, and that's the beauty of it really as well and the kind of magic of it. But, you know, work hard and be nice and and humility, I think, is a great thing because you can see these, you see monstrous movie producers and movie stars behaving horrendously as regards other people. And uh, I just think it's like a snake. It comes back and gets you, you know. So I just think be nice and be be cool, you know, and and make good work and look for good writing and work with good actors, you know. Mm. Yeah, and from a career point of view, be prepared to, 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 you know, work on as many different things as you can in terms Mm. of drama, documentary. Know who you're... Know who does what on a crew, you know. Who's in the camera department? Who's in the sound department? What are their jobs? Who you know? Who's in the grip department? Who, who's just know what each department does and what what the rules for? Because you're there as a team, as well, all making the same product. Mm-hmm. So everyone needs to be working together and at the same time and being on uh, aware of what each other, what each person's about, knowing about the etiquette on set. Mm-hmm. Um, we things like that because it's, it's something as a producer you're just watching. All the time we're watching the crew, who's doing what, who's got their head in the phone when they shouldn't yeah. have their head in the phone. Mm-hmm. You know, particularly nowadays, it's a much more technological on a set. People are on their phones because they need to be. Maybe mm-hmm. they're contacting a supplier, but stuff like that. And just watch movies yeah. all the time. And, you know, stu- no, study, 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 <laughs> study. Yeah, study. No. Watch, watch movies all the time. Go and see <laughs> local movies. Go and support them. Go and support the Short Film Festival yeah. um, the, the, this weekend as well because mm-hmm. that's where the future is, is those wee shorts that you're going to see. It's Saturday and Sunday they have a yeah, couple Saturday, of Yeah, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, which is always a great couple of days in the festival and I would recommend people going because you never know who you're going to meet. Exactly. And I've met people at those shorts that I am now hoping to work with yeah. in the in the coming months. Brilliant. And talking about watching films, what is next for the Your Film after tonight? Well, we have an industry BAFTA screening Ooh. in London on the 17th, and that's when NI Screen uh, basically present the a selection of the work that's been produced over the last year. So it's... It's the games, the game section. So you've got a lot of game, gaming things, uh, the VR shorts, and then they have a, a shorts program, which I think is four, either four or six shorts, and it's uh, it's a drama. It's probably an Irish language drama or documentary, a documentary animation, and then bump along the way will be the feature, right. and then after that, um, I'm hoping you know I get get some sales agents, maybe do a, a bit of a festival run. I would love it to get into. Maybe Galway or Cork or even mm. Foil or um, well, I, I'm sure you'd be yeah, in with a shouted love, Foil. Love, yeah, I'd love to get something up in, up in Derry. I definitely, but I mean, um, you know, the majority of the crew being from Derry, and not yeah. all of them can make it up this evening. Um, I would love to definitely have to have a screening up at yeah, home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, either, yeah, and that would be great to have in the strand. You'd fill some comments hall for that. One. <laughs> yes. Um, so that. So then, just trying getting it, trying to get it sold as well. Mm-hmm. And, and get it distributed mm-hmm. and um, obviously get it played in the States too. I'm sure with the, the Irish diaspora in the States, it's, it's yeah. something that's going to interest them. And well, there's, there's, a bit, there's a big market for the Colin, Bro- Colin so. Broderick stuff. 
mm. uh, that he's done with the kind of uh, the New York and um, the new uh, yeah. the new film that's coming out with John O'Connor next year, I think it is possibly. Certainly been filmed anyway now, but you know what I mean. There's a, there's a, there's an Irish American circuit now. Mm-hmm. There's oh, a, there's there a is. Kind of, yeah, there's yeah. A, a awareness they've all of Chicago, stuff. San Francisco, yeah, yeah. Boston, LA, yeah. Boston, mm-hmm. New York, the mall, and then there's the Rome, Rome, uh, the Rome Irish Film Fest yeah. as well, run by Susanna Pellis. Well, the sky's the limit. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just trying to get it out there, yeah. and you know, um, yeah, just just do that and. Got a couple of shorts coming up, and I'm going to mm-hmm. looking forward to working on. And yeah, so yeah. What about you, Bruno? What's up next? I'm going to start the new Julian Fellows drama called oh, Belgravia. Fantastic. Yes, I'm playing a maid uh, who's actually from Belfast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Excellent. And uh, yeah, I'm a lady, uh, a lady's maid right. to the lovely um, Alice Eve, who I know from a lovely job we did in Chan. Yeah. 10 years ago at uh, mm-hmm. So yes, we're starting that on Sunday. So yes, yeah, off to oh, Corset Land for three months. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the hard road. Stay off the old, uh, uh-huh. the old burgers. Well, look, thank you both very much for your time you. um, today. Uh, enjoy tonight. Enjoy the gala screening tonight. Mm-hmm. And uh, congratulations to Film Festival for, uh, for bringing you in as well. It's great. It's mm-hmm. going to be very exciting. And uh, here's to many more films by uh, Dairy Woman. Thank you. Yes, Yes, indeed. Thank you. Thank you.